0: Hi, moms. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back. I'm here with my friend Dorinda, who has traveled to my closet. Yes. From Spokane, Washington. I thank you for joining me <laughs> to be in your closet, thank Heidi. You. I do not let just anyone come into my closet, oh. um, as you well know. <laughs> so uh, thank you for being here today. We have been talking about. Uh, children you know just straight talk about having children and what it means uh, for us we have a big families but uh, my very best friend in the whole world doesn't have she's not homeschooling she doesn't have as many children as I do Mm -hmm. Uh, this is not uh, we're not trying to make a plug for um, you know big families the only way to do it what we are trying to make a plug for is God has a plan for your family, mm-hmm. and He loves you, and He wants you to listen to Him. And we're going to encourage you to go back to the Word of God. Get on your knees. Uh, something that uh, Dorinda said earlier, and I don't want to, like, steal all of Daryl's thunder, so I'm trying really hard not to, <laughs> not to encroach on Daryl's podcast time. Uh, <laughs> who knows what what price there will be to pay for that? Uh, but something interesting about uh, following God, and that is that um, we need to pray for God, whether He's laid it on our heart to have a bunch of kids or not, mm-hmm. because That's it right. might be that it's it's my heart's desire you know it wasn't but it was your heart's desire uh, to have a lot of children and god said that's not what i have for right. you that's not what i have for yeah. you and really that's what we should be doing right you have to be willing to lay
1: it down and absolutely ask Him what he wants
0: yes to to lay it down to walk with the lord and to say lord not my will mm-hmm. but yours and i don't think that we can go to the lord uh, and talk to him about those things without a heart that's open to say, Lord, you know, whatever you want, right. help me help that be my heart too. And mm-hmm. I think that's certainly my story. And I know it's Daryl's that the Lord just changed my heart toward having children. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to have that many and toward homeschooling too. I was the right. mom who was like, no way, I am <laughs> never doing that. By the time I met you, I'd already, God had already worked you on had. my heart and I yeah. was already homeschooling. Yeah. But I was your like consummate anti-homeschooler right i was like oh those ladies in the jumpers whose kids all play stringed instruments no 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 uh-huh. that is not <laughs> us. that is not us <laughs> that is not for me um, but god has a way of bringing us around i think as we walk with him to his way of thinking yeah. uh for our family mm-hmm. we have a friend who lives in um uh, Actually, I don't know where he lives anymore, but he was from Mount Vernon at the time, a pastor. And he said, if you torture a verse long enough, it'll confess to anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, you know what? That's great. Yeah. We do that to each other, right? We do. As Christians, we do that to each other. You know, God gives us a verse and he lays it on our heart and he shows us what that means for our lives for that season. And I'm not talking about issues of salvation here, all right? I'm talking about issues of freedom. Mm -hmm. But God may lay a particular verse like arrows in the hands of a warrior or a man whose quiver is full of them. And we might just think, God wants me to have as many arrows as mm-hmm. as he's going to give me. And it becomes a legalistic thing. And we start reading mm-hmm. that verse to somebody else and going, this is what God means for you. Right. When really, my thought is, the person who's most likely to talk to Dorinda and Daryl about how many kids that they should have is God. Right. Right? It's exactly. not me. And so we're going to encourage you to go back Back to the Word of God, and today I really want to dig into uh, what it looks like when God allows hard things to happen to you, mm-hmm. when He, uh, when you have an unexpected outcome, when you deal with a sick child. So that's going to kind of be the topic of where we're going to go with this discussion about having children. This honest, straight talk—that's one of the reasons I love Dorinda so much—is you know, there's pretty much not a subject that we can't broach, even if we that's disagree, true. right? And kind of just talk it through, yeah. and and uh, and that's the blessing of it of. Uh, of a good relationship, so you know when you're walking with the Lord, in particular. Right. Um, but I want to stop for just a minute and kind of veer around to a, uh, our sponsor because I just found out uh, that Dorinda is using five in a row mm-hmm. with her youngest son, whose name is Silas, Silas.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: Silas has um, ADD. Mm-hmm. And I want you, I want you to know if you can just take a minute and just talk about why you decided to go away from what you have been doing with mm-hmm. your other
1: seven children. Mm-hmm to using Five in a Row with Silas and what that's been like for you. Well, I was kind of doing the same thing with him, and I just saw his love of learning just really, it was it was diminishing quickly. Mm-hmm. He hated doing schoolwork, and he was crying. And I, I thought, wait a minute, I know – I've been doing this a while. I know the signs. He's he's not liking this. So
0: <laughs> was it the crying? Was the crying yeah, the crying Please don't you know. make me do this.
1: <laughs> so, um, so I was really praying about it and it was a it was a couple month process of just sort of just praying and asking the Lord, What do you want? What do you want, Lord? I know you know him better than I do. Mm-hmm. So show me what to do. So anyway, I had five in a row. And so it's like the Lord said, you know, what do you have? And I said, Well, I have five in a row. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> started doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's been wonderful because mm-hmm. the the there's so much to draw from so i can change subjects quickly if if he's not really enjoying something yeah. and i'm losing him mm-hmm. i can move on to something mm-hmm. else very mm-hmm. quickly and he i can keep his attention for a really long time have and, you
0: of the books that are in there and i know i mean there are dozens of books that jane lambert
1: recommends in background. Right. is there a favorite so far that well, um, we you've we read ferdinand resi- oh ferdinand <laughs> right long live ferdinand love ferdinand yeah. and um the one about the coat the um a coat for Oh! Oh! Yeah! 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 yeah. That one. That one just made. I just sat and balled. Have you got the blueberries for
0: sale yet? No. Okay, that'll be
1: good too. Yeah. Cabs for
0: sale. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five in row is just basically it's a unit study approach mm-hmm. to homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful, you have a blog post that, uh, at your blog called The Unhurried Homeschooler. Yes, I do. Uh, where's your blog?
1: Where can where can listeners find you at? It's at simplenourishinghome.com.
0: Simple Nourishing Home. Mm-hmm. That is a great title. <laughs>
1: <for> <laughs> Funny blog. you should say that.
0: <laughs> it's a great title. I love that. And it really encapsulates you. Yeah. Simple Nourishing Home. Mm-hmm. For as long as I've known Dorena, that really has kind of been her mantra. Although you are a little bit of a... Of a superwoman to me, because mm-hmm. of all of like the the bread baking and <laughs> Dorinda has all kinds of stories she can tell you. The most recent one of uh, my one of my favorite Dorinda stories is the time that uh, you butchered what
1: your sheep and then yes. you you pr- processed them and prepared them where on our dining room table. Bless you. I like <laughs> that was not a, that was not the plan. I'm going to but- like
0: you know. Costco, for right? I meet and it looks right. really nice and pretty and packaged. Yeah. And I go, "Oh, I'll, I'll pick that one." Not Durinda, man. <laughs> She's like, "Boys, have a knife." Here we go, <laughs> right? She's like the pioneer woman of homeschooling. So, in some ways, and yet you're very metropolitan. Yes, you're like an enigma. To I me. am. Yes, I. Lo- one of the things I love about you. So, anyways, check out five in a row. We've wasted like half of our podcast time. <laughs> Oops. Talking about you know uh, things sheep. like sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang with us. We're going to talk for the next uh, six minutes or so okay. about. Um, struggles and things that the Lord has brought you through. I wrote a a blog post um, called When the Experts Are Wrong about our decision to go through with a pregnancy that the doctors told us was probably going to end badly. Mm. Um, They told us back in 1993, early in 93, that our daughter, Sierra, who now is a beautiful, very healthy, capable 21-year-old a girl was going to have heart defects and was likely not going to uh, be healthy when she was born they were almost sure she had down syndrome there were several things that came up on a genetic test Uh, that put her at high risk for Down Mm. syndrome and also for a particular kind of heart defect. And actually, I feel like the Lord really protected us because all of our kids have a genetic marker we discovered later in life, and it Mm. has manifested itself in different ways. But it was a test, really, of our uh, faith in God and of our, you know, we either trust Him or we don't. And I remember that uh, when the test uh, started, they said to us, these are your options, you know, you can uh, terminate the pregnancy, and I'm I'm at this point, you know, 20 weeks into my pregnancy, mm. so you can terminate the pregnancy, or you know, we can uh, we can take this thing through to the end and just see what God will do. And so we had this decision to make with regard to Sierra, which really was no decision at all. Mm-mm. We were like, really. You would. You're counseling
1: us to have an abortion. You were probably already starting to feel her move oh, inside. I, yes,
0: and absolutely. And I wrote about that oh. um, in the in the blog post. I said, look, I can feel this. I wanted mm-hmm. to just say to the doctor, would you like to put your hands on my belly right now? Because mm-hmm. there's a baby in here, yeah, and she's moving and turning and hiccuping, mm-hmm. and there was no way we never considered it. Right. Uh, we knew that God was gonna was gonna be with us, and it again goes back to what we were talking about the other day about grace, and mm-hmm. there is a grace over. That Sears of Grace over that season. I know you had Mm -hmm. a similar thing happen to you. Tell us about that.
1: Well, um, Silas, our youngest, was born with a major heart defect. He had um, transposition of the greater arteries and two holes in his heart. So, you know, open-heart surgery at three days old was our only option. Mm. You know, we had mm-hmm. no options, Scary. and he was there for two months. Now, did you mm. know
0: about this ahead of time? Did not so know So absolutely ahead of time. completely no took warning. you by surprise.
1: Lived an hour away from the hospital and had mm. seven children from 1 to 13 at home. And so mm-hmm. it was quite a, quite a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it went,
0: how how would you say that God got you through that? What were some of the things that you can, as you look back now and say—
1: This is what the Lord taught me during that time. Well, he taught me the power of having his saints praying for you Mm. because I felt like we were just carried through all of that. And I knew it was the power of prayer. And it made me want to make sure that I pray for other people when they're in the situation because it does make a difference. Mm. And the other thing was there were a couple defining moments when I felt like God was telling me, you need to give Silas to me and let me be willing to let me take him. Wow. And that those were very, very, very hard moments for me. And I would sob and just say, Lord, I give him back to you. He's yours. And instantly God would say, no, mm. you get to keep him, but you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to trust me. Did and you feel like you learned a lot about just the sovereignty of God in absolutely. that moment? Absolutely. I realized how, even more so, how little control i mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. but i also learned how good god is let me ask you a really direct question since okay. you know it's me and you yes. And i can never do it any other way expect nothing less that's right thank you <laughs>
0: um the thing that comes to my mind you know uh knowing especially because we only we were only on our second baby right when we got bad news right but here you are Baby number um, eight, eight. Mm-hmm. and people are going to look at you and go, "You know what? Mm-hmm. You just had to roll the dice one more time, right. didn't you?" That's basically you just had to roll the dice. And someone so, did say that to yeah, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering, um, you know, as a mom, those are those are kinds of things. I mean, every woman. Every mom listening to this can relate. Whether or not she's had an unexpected Mm -hmm. outcome, Mm -hmm. you do feel like, I'm rolling the dice. Right. I got pregnant again. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to lose this baby. Maybe I'm going to, maybe she's going to be born sick. Right. Maybe she's going to be born with a mental defect or maybe she's going to be, you know what I mean, damaged in some way. And what, what would you say to that mom who's listening right now, and she's afraid?
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: would you say to her about that?
1: I would say that there was a fear afterwards mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, if God gives us more kids, I'm getting older. I was 37 at the time, mm-hmm. and you hear all the stories about getting older and having kids and right. how dangerous it is. Yes, and, advanced maternal age. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And so um, so there was that, but I, as I recall, we prayed a lot about it, and we were just so— Amazed at what God did and how much grace was there, um, that our hearts really were open for more kids. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I can understand the fear, yeah, you know. And it's just one of those things where God tells us He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but of power of love and of a mm-hmm. sound mind. Second Timothy one you know? yeah. seven. Yeah. So um, yeah. you just really it's taking your thoughts captive and and um, praying the scriptures and. You know, meditating mm-hmm. on what God has to say mm-hmm. about it. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. I find a lot of comfort
0: in uh, in trusting in the sovereignty of God. Absolutely, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I mm-hmm. know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. I know," says mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Their plans to prosper you, not to harm you. That doesn't mean that hard things aren't going to happen. Exactly, it really does. Um, I know that there are moms listening right now who are they're in a hard place and they're terrified. And I just right. want to say to that mom,
1: God's got you. Yeah, and yeah. He's good. You mm-hmm. know, I always say it's it's wonderful to have a sovereign God, but mm-hmm. if if He's not good, we're sunk. Seriously. So we yeah. have to believe that He's good mm-hmm. because He is good. He is good. Yeah, he is good. Well, and he proves it over and over
0: in his word mm-hmm. um, that he's sovereign and that we can have confidence in him, that he loves us, Absolutely. that his mercies are new every morning. Those moms who are listening who are so tired and mm-hmm. think, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just want to go, yes, you can. You can, you can. Absolutely. You can because God's mercies are going to be new for you right. tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just need to, uh, to take a step back from the circumstance that we find ourselves in and go back to the Lord again and say, Lord, show me what it is that you want me to learn mm-hmm. from this and it's oftentimes we don't learn it right then exactly you know we don't we yeah. we may be stuck in the middle of something and go this is lame right like i don't understand why i'm in the situation i can't hear from the lord
1: but he's there, the Bible says, that he's listening, he yes. sees us. And he cares. And he and, cares. and when you're tempted to despair, mm. because it's easy to do when you're yeah. so terribly sleep deprived, yeah. everything seems way worse than it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, to remember that for every temptation, he's made a way out. And just ask God mm-hmm. to help you to have his eyes and mm-hmm. his ears and mm-hmm. be able to see your kids and your situation the way that he sees it. Invite him into the mess. Yes. He wants to be there Absolutely. with you. Yeah. We don't have to clean up first. That's yeah. It's a mistake I made a lot, thinking I had to clean up and clean up my house and everything before, you know, I could talk to God. And really, he just wants to come in and be with you and Mm. be with your kids and help you sort through the mess. Mm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I think we're learning, too. I mean,
0: you know, now we're in our Mm mid-40s, and some of our kids are grown, and we're starting to have grandbabies. And we're looking back on it, and we're going, oh, my goodness, my kids taught me so much about yeah. what it means to walk with the Lord. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the blessing of having kids. I mm-hmm. mean, that's part of the promise mm-hmm. even of having kids is that God is going to faithfully walk you through that situation and he's going to teach you something and you may not be able to see it now, right? But you will be able to look back later and go, mm-hmm. "You know what? God was faithful. He met me where I was at that moment in that situation and he's he's good. His heart his heart toward me is good." What well, has been absolutely a joy to have you here this week. And we're gonna go ahead and uh, continue this conversation. Great. Because there's so many things to talk about mm-hmm. when it comes to motherhood. And if you have not subscribed to the Busy Mom podcast, I hope you will take a minute and do that. Just go head on over to iTunes. You can just search for The Busy Mom. You can search for Heidi St. John too, but I think it's easier to search for The Busy Mom. And I hope that you will subscribe to my blog at thebusymom.com. We have a team of wonderful writers there that write with me. Um, Dorenda is one of those writers. She also writes over at Simple Nourishing Home. And uh, our heart really is just to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, Mm -hmm. to encourage you through through the high, and the lows of mothering and to see it as the blessing that it is. So join us back here again on Monday, and we're going to pick up this discussion, Honest Talk, about having children. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.